Hey Light Anglers, today is March 21st. My name is Jack and welcome to your daily episode of The Light Angle. If this is your first time here, welcome. I'll be spending the next 5 to 15 minutes talking about some stuff going on in the world and incorporating scripture into it. Before we get into today's topic, just a quick reminder, please be sure to leave a 5-star review, rate, like, subscribe, and whatever else you can do for us on the platform you're using to listen to the show. Here in The Light Angle, we try not to focus on the left or right angles, but rather try to find the light angle. We want to spread the good news of our King of Kings, Jesus Christ, and use that knowledge to better deal with the negativity we find ourselves living in day to day. Your five-star review and sharing of the show with others helps us to better spread the light angle and the Word of God. And happy Monday. I think I already said that. But uh, we also have uh, Miss Kia. Miss Kia is here with us in uh, in the studio, and uh, she's got some stuff to say. There you go. <laughs> she, <laughs> she found a little article i think she was just bored this weekend so she's like uh oh, let me help out this poor guy so uh that's great because i can always use help but um i can't afford your kind okay anyway moving on uh <laughs> she's actually gonna start us out with her uh her article oh wait oh no you know no, what I'm I, yeah not. i'll do it see i I'll told start. y'all he needed yeah. help you know we even talked about this i was like you know not even before, five minutes ago yeah, not even five minutes ago and i already got confused let me start off the show then. <laughs> Y'all, I'm putting him out the pasture. <laughs> yeah, put me out. I need a new model. Take, take me to the back 40. Put me down. <laughs> yep. All right. This is from TimCast.com. California City Council will vote on branding Chick-fil-A location a public nuisance. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <sighs> the Santa Barbara location of the chain has been tremendously popular since it opened in 2013, so much so that the long lines are now blocking the roadway. The city council originally voted unanimously to declare the popular spot a public nuisance, but the Chick-fil-A franchise owner requested a delay to try and fix the issue by hiring more staff and a third-party traffic controller. State Street is one of the city's most important streets for moving people and goods. City transportation engineer Derek Bailey told the Santa Barbara Press News, It was never intended to operate with significant blockage. A city council agenda document obtained by Fox News claimed that customers are ignoring efforts to prevent the drive through lines from blocking traffic. In some cases, traffic has been blocked for over 90 minutes on weekdays and over 150 minutes on weekends. <laughs> and mind you, Chick-fil-A is only open on Saturdays. If you didn't know that. Previous Wait, Yeah, Chick-fil-A closes on Sundays. They're pretty Yeah, Christian but they're focused. open the rest of the days. Yeah. You said they're only open on Saturdays. On um, for weekends, yeah. Not that, oh my goodness. But the article says over hundred and fifty minutes on weekends. That's only one day for Chick fil A. Okay, smart Alec. <laughs> Previous attempts to informally remedy the situation have been unsuccessful. It is unlawful to stop in the travel travel lane, and there are traffic control signs posted that advise motorists not to stop in the travel lane. But Chick-fil-A customers routinely ignore those signs, the document (laughs) reads. The city document alleges that the long lines for the fast food increase increase the risk of traffic accidents. Each time... each time a queue forms on State Street, the eastbound number of two traffic lane is in, is blocked, leaving only one lane available. The queuing increases the risk of collisions, particularly rear-end collisions and sideswipe collisions. The document continues. Chick-fil-A has a good problem here. They are so successful, they have outgrown their site, it's possible they were oversized for that site to begin with. Santa Barbara Council City Council member Kristen Sneeden said of the restaurant, according to the report, the City Council will be voting on the matter again on June 7th. 
On behalf of myself, Chick-fil-A, and the many team members, we sincerely regret that this traffic situation has come to this point and heartily wish to work in good faith with the city to resolve the matter. Once and for all, Santa Barbara Chick-fil-A owner-operator Travis Collins told the Santa Barbara Press News. So I thought that was kind of funny. Good way to start out your uh, week. Not too heavy. Uh, and, you know, I also did a little research. So those of you who don't know, Chick-fil-A is kind of known for their Christian values. And also, if you haven't had Chick-fil-A sandwich, you should have one because it's amazing. Don't believe that. Their, their chicken nuggets are. Oh, Mm-mm. great. I mean, I don't know what they put in them, but it's amazing. But anyway. I'm not going to bash them, but it's Chick-fil-A, no. <laughs> but if you ever wanted to open a franchise or be a business owner, Chick-fil-A is also a really good organization. I remember this hearing... Uh, hearing this from somebody so i since i'm doing this story thought i'd look it up so it says chick-fil-a's success is directly tied to the passion and drive for our franchises uh to bring their local business uh that's why we take great care in selecting who we go into business with getting to know candidate through our intensive and lengthy selection process that's something i've also heard is that their process you know really digs into your past and you know your social media content and they i mean they just don't take anybody but there's a benefit to it. I don't know if you have to be a Christian either. but um, Don't they pay for your school or something like that? Uh, yeah, they train you and everything. Um, it says, but this is great because if you've ever thought about owning a business, here's the thing. While operating a Chick-fil-A restaurant requires a relatively modest $10,000 financial commitment, it requires a holistic commitment to own and operate the business in a hands-on manner. So ten grand is all you need, according to their website, initially, to invest. Thing is, though, they go on to say, uh, it is very complex, very risky, and they are very highly selective. So you're going to be working long hours. And they point that out numerous times on their website, that you're going to be putting in long hours. You're not going to make that much money to start out. But I've never seen a Chick-fil-A restaurant that didn't have lines in the drive-thru. Do you want to go back to working like that? I'm not saying I want to do that. Okay. I'm just saying there well, might be other people who want to do that. And there's an opportunity there. Well, it's not the Schraders. No. No. But, I mean, if the Schrader no, did open it, no I, I would be happy with the chicken sandwiches. Is it real chicken, though? I think so. That's a lot of chicken. It looks like chicken. Tastes like chicken. ISIS would not like you if we opened okay. up a chicken Okay, moving on. <laughs> <sighs> so you're probably thinking, Jack... What kind of scripture has anything to do with delicious chicken sandwiches? <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I I looked and I couldn't find any. But uh, but there is some scripture that talks about working hard, hard work. Okay. So Proverbs thirteen four says the soul of the sluggard craves and gets nothing, not even chicken, <laughs> while the soul of the diligent is richly supplied. So I think the key here is whatever you do, whether you're in a Chick-fil-A or you are working in some other industry, <laughs> if you work hard at it, you will reap the rewards. You, so. you, you went real left on that one, didn't you? I don't know which direction I went, but I went there. Yeah, because mm-hmm. you were struggling to find a correlation. <sighs> okay, I'm Kia. Just saying, I'm just Your saying. Your turn. Bring the thunder. <laughs> Let's see what you got. Well, mine is not a feel-good Um but uh, I guess bringing peace to those who's lost loved ones. So mine is um, from the Atlantic Mirror. It is explorers found USS Grayback finally cracking a 77-year-old mystery. 
the U.S. Navy submarine had disappeared in 1944 under bewildering circumstances, and that meant that the families of the 80 Americans who had been on board had not been able to find peace for decades. But now the truth that the experts have unearthed is not enough to make the or is enough to make the hair on your arms stand on end. You guys must forgive me because I have to go next page. <laughs> Her article has numerous pages. Yeah, but as you see, they're not very long. Okay, continuing. This salvage, ooh, this salvage operation was carried out on behalf of the 52 Project. The admirable group is dedicated to locating the 52 submarines that disappeared during World War II. And the U.S. Navy has previously posted the Grayback or SS-208, as it was less lyrically known. As missing in late March 1944, that is how it remained until Tim Taylor got involved. Tim the Toolman Taylor? Nope, this is Go Tim. That don't make no sense. No, it doesn't make any sense. Next page. (laughs) Taylor felt that he had a realistic chance of locating the wreck of the Grayback, and amazingly, the Lost 52 Project team did indeed find the lost submarine. And with the help of diligent researchers, the hull, the hull of the sub was almost entirely in one piece after several decades had passed. Yet this discovery was cause for mixed emotions among researchers and di- um, divers. I don't know why. <laughs> what? We haven't got there yet. Oh, okay. But this is why. We were elated, Taylor told the New York Times after the discovery, but it was also sobering because we just found 80 men. And of course, there were others from whom this discovery was a monumentous account. They were the relatives of the submariners who had lost their lives aboard the Grayback. These families have been waiting a lifetime for answers. And there you have it. They have their answers now. All those loved ones were given back to their people. That's right. Well, I don't think they... Well, you know what I mean. Yeah, but yeah, now they know. Yeah, exactly. There is final closure for those 80 families. Mm -hmm. So it's bittersweet. It is. It is. But, I mean, are you going to tell me that if I was lost, you wouldn't want me to be found? Really? 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 (laughs) Really? If you were in a submarine... You better make it (laughs) level. I'd have a lot more questions. (laughs) (laughs) I was going to the center of the earth. Okay, well... With the rock. That just that just means more, there's more questions. Do you, do you, have, <laughs> do you, do you have scripture? <laughs> of course I got scripture. <laughs> Good Lord. Oh, yeah, I have scripture. Okay. Okay, cool. <clears throat> so I actually have two since you um, did two last time. Oh. Yeah, I know. I'm better than you this time. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> All right, Revelations 21.4. He will wipe away every tear from their eyes, and death shall be no more. Neither shall be mourning, nor crying, nor pain any more, for the former things have passed away. Mm-hmm. So that one I really liked because that is telling exactly what happened with this particular um, situation, so to speak. And then the last one, very small one, is Psalms 147.3. He heals the brokenhearted and binds up their wounds. There you go. Nothing else need be said. Yeah. It's hard, you know, because how do you tell somebody who lost someone, you know, or maybe it's a relative that was a great grandfather and they never met him <clears throat> in the first place. How do you, you know, give comfort 
<clears throat> or counsel to someone who mourned what you assume is the death of them, but you don't really know for sure, you know. So that's one thing we always have to, you know, put our put everything into Jesus Christ and give that pain and that hardship to him because there is no man or woman on earth that can truly, you know, give that sort of peace to yeah, them. Yeah, but now the good thing is they can collect the insurance. Okay. <laughs> so, well, before we go any further downhill. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Goodness. Oh, y'all pray with me. <laughs> Father God, thank you for this day and the blessings you give your people each and every day. Thank you for providing us, providing for us above and beyond our needs. I pray for those who mourn for the loss of loved ones, both now and the current chaos of the world, and those who have lost family and friends in the past. Give them comfort and peace, and if the case is closure, help us keep memories of our time with them and celebrate the life they lived. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. All right, y'all, that's it for today's episode of The Light Angle. But remember, we each have a purpose that's much greater than making a few extra dollars, feeding a temptation, or getting the last word in on a social media post. It all starts with two simple things, loving our God with all our heart, soul, mind, and strength, and loving our neighbor as we love ourselves. Hope always starts with a little light in the darkness.